Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 91 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I could not be more excited to continue working with you all on personal finance topics that I think could be really useful to you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we're going to be starting a week where we're going to talk about your money and marriage and your money and relationships. And I think this is extremely relevant, uh, not just today, but it was relevant 30 years ago and 50 years ago and 100 years ago, and it will continue to be relevant into the future um, because our relationships and, and our um, you know relationships with our spouses and our marriages are predicated on a few things that can be really, really sticking points that get a lot of people into trouble. And one of the biggest of those is money. So why not talk about how we can foster a healthy marriage around the idea of money and around how we manage our money and think about our money and uh, trying to get on the same page and trying to move forward as a uh, couple that is united and not uh, two people who are doing two different things. Uh, so I think that's very relevant and it's something that we are going to cover throughout this week um, and we are just going to start off with that idea today. Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave any feedback in the comments as we go uh, and I'll be sure to get back to you guys and answer any questions or respond to any comments that you may have about my content. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then make sure that you uh, subscribe there and leave me a review. Also, follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. That'd be uh, really helpful to me and uh, hopefully to you as well as I put out good content for you guys. Uh, and then if you want to work one-on-one, -on -one, if you want me to help you create a financial plan that is going to work specifically for you and your particular situation in your financial life, then we can definitely do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and um, then choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin working one-on-one, -on -one, creating the plan that will help you walk into your long-term financial goals. Now, I think it's safe to say, if we are trying to have a healthy marriage and we are trying to have a marriage that is going to work over the long-term, then something we're going to want to do is limit the fights and limit the conflict around the things that are most commonly fought about and divorced over and most commonly, um, you know, causes of strife within the household. And the top two things that are causing fights in marriages in the United States today, number one is infidelity. And of course, infidelity is something that um, is absolutely huge and, and can really cause, um, you know, numerous problems within a marriage. Uh, but sitting right at number two, would be money and money fights and money problems. And so why not look at this? Why not have an objective view of how we are going to um, deal with money within our marriage and uh, how we are going to try to be on the same page with our spouse and move forward in as much unity as possible? And so that's really why I wanted to get into today's topic because um, it is so vital. I mean, me and my wife, one of the, the big tenants um, of the fact that we can get along on a day-to-day -day basis and that uh, we don't you know, yell at each other for you know, spending money on things and that we don't, it's that we are on the same page when it comes to our finances because your finances play such a unique part of your 
life and of your relationship with those around you. And, and it's hard to see sometimes, but you know, the money that you spend on things, the the money that you decide to do certain things with and how you decide to uh, manage your money specifically uh, is going to be of interest to your spouse. It's going to be um, something that your spouse should be interested in and should take part in deciding. Um, and it can cause a lot of problems if you two are not on the same page when it comes to um, those types of things, when it comes to money, when it comes to how you manage, how you spend, things like that. So if money is one of these big sticking points in marriage, then let's talk about you know why. Talk about some of the ways in which it becomes a big sticking point and a big uh, place where conflict can arise. Well, the first reason would be that debt is crippling people who are married. Debt is crippling marriages. So there have been surveys done, and specifically a 2017 survey done by Ramsey Solutions, Dave Ramsey's company. They um, they surveyed a thousand married couples, and the average couple had about thirty thousand dollars in debt. And nearly two thirds of those individuals, of those couples, um, they started off their marriage in the red. They started off their marriage where they had debt, and uh, their debt was outweighing the assets they had. They had negative net worths. And obviously that can create some issues because as we've talked about before, debt creates a cash flow crunch. And that's just what you need early in a marriage is to have a cash flow crunch and worry about where all your money is going. And it's interesting that of the individuals that they surveyed, the ones that were debt free, the couples that were debt free, uh, they said that the fighting about money and money problems and money issues the survey said that that was not even in the top five of the list of things that they fought most about. Um, whereas with the individuals who did have debt, that was right up there. That was the most argued about topic. And so, um, man, you can just see this is so big. It's such a, a huge deal that, that debt is a part of your life, that debt is a part of your marriage because it is only going to create more strife and conflict. And we all know that marriage comes with its fair amount of strife and conflict under good circumstances, much less circumstances where you are crunched for money and you have to, uh, you know, figure out what the deal is. Um, you know, if you can start in a place where you don't have debt, or at least you and your spouse are on the same page as far as paying your debt off, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to dig out of that hole, then that can really decrease uh, the number of conflicts that you have and decrease the likelihood that your marriage ends up failing uh, because obviously the things that you fight most about in your marriage are the things that lead to uh, divorce and separation the most. And this having debt while being married uh, is something that is you know plaguing the younger generation. It is plaguing individuals uh, that are my age or a little older or a little younger who are getting married. Uh, and the reason that it is doing so is because debt is so readily available to us. It's everywhere. Student loans are easy to take out. Credit cards are easy to use. You know, you can get personal loans a lot easier. You can go online and, you know, have money sent to you in, you know, a matter of days or even hours. And so the, it really is permeating the younger demographic. And it's interesting to note that of the married individuals who uh, have been married for five years or less at the time of the Ramsey Solutions study, um, those who've been married for five years or less, 86% of them started their marriage with debt. 
Whereas those who were married 25 years or more, only 43% started their marriage with debt. So you can see that so many more individuals are starting their marriages with debt today, um, which may be a large contributing factor to the fact that the divorce rate is so high in the United States. Because if we're saying that you know, you're, if you're in debt, that's going to be one of the top things that you're going to fight about with your spouse and more people are starting off in debt now than ever before, then more people are going to start fighting about those things now uh, than they ever have before. So that can just be uh, such a huge issue and something that's going to weigh us down. And that's one of the big reasons why I preach get out of debt, why I preach don't have debt in your life, um, why I preach to you know, have money that gives you options, have the ability to give, save, and spend uh, in differing proportions. And debt is only going to hold you back from being able to do so. And it's going to create more conflict in your marriage. And then obviously, if having debt is a problem, then you would think the more debt that you have, the bigger problem that it would be. And you would be spot on. If you look at the couples who say that um, their money and their debt is something that they fight about, um, the percentage of individuals who say that is true increases monotonically, so increases just right down the line um, as you go and increase the amount of debt that they have. So from like zero to $10,000 in debt, you know, only 23% of couples, uh, you know, they said that that was a top issue in their household. Then, you know, from 10000 to $19,999, then 33% said it was a big issue. From 20000 to 49999 it was 37% said it was a big issue. And then 48% of the couples who had $50,000 or more in debt said it was a top issue in their household. And how many individuals do you know today, just based on student loans alone, have $50,000 or more dollars in debt? It is no surprise that young individuals are not going out and getting married. It is no surprise that they don't want to get into these relationships with others until they get their own life figured out as far as their debt situation, their money situation, because they are afraid and for good reason in most cases, because you're sitting here and you're saying, okay, if this is one of the biggest things that we fight about, and we know the more debt that we have, the more that we're going to fight about it. And so many young individuals are sitting with, you know, 50, 75, $100,000 in student loan debt. Uh, then that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem for those individuals going and getting married. Um, and if it's not for every one of them, it is going to be for most of them. We see that in the data. You see that in the surveys. So it's why it's such an important thing to be on the same page. It's such an important thing uh, to understand where you're at financially and either be out of debt or want to work on getting out of debt with your spouse because it will free you and it will free you from a lot of tough conversations, a lot of conflict, a lot of fights, and potentially even separation or divorce. And you know, it's interesting. I, I've said earlier that money fights falls right behind infidelity in the top things that American couples fight about. And uh, that is obviously no surprise. But one of the biggest things that goes on within uh, money problems and financial issues is this idea of financial infidelity. That would be, you know, if you're hiding a relationship from your spouse, uh, then, you know, that would be some type of infidelity, right? Well, financial infidelity would be hiding money or hiding purchases or hiding things like that 
from your spouse. And so it's really interesting that these individuals who, uh, you know, do fight about money and do fight about having debt, they don't want to fight about it. And in not wanting to fight about it, uh, what they try to do is they try to hide things from their spouse. They commit this financial infidelity. Um, so about one in three of those individuals who argue about money in their marriage hide purchases from their spouse. And this is so unhealthy. And this is such um, a horrible thing to be doing. Uh, you know, in hiding purchases from your spouse, all you're doing is creating another reason that your spouse could be mad at you if they find out. It could be a huge issue, especially if you're spending lots of money. You know, spending three, four, five dollars here and there, you're probably not trying to hide that. Uh, but you are likely trying to hide, you know, the new bag that you went and bought, ladies, or, you know, the new PS5 that you went and bought, guys, although that's going to be hard to hide uh, when they see you playing on it all the time. Um, you know, or, or any number of things that you could go and you could purchase uh, and then hiding those purchases from your spouse. Uh, that's just not a healthy way to go about your money. And it just gives you another reason to fight about your money and another reason to create conflict. And we are trying to minimize conflict in the money area. Um, this is why I talk about when you're going to budget, you need to be budgeting with your spouse. You need to create that trust with your spouse. You need to talk about money with your spouse. And the reason that you need to be on the same page is so you guys will not be afraid to tell the other one what you want or be able to tell the other individual, you know, what you spent money on or how you messed up or how you did something, uh, you know, that was incorrect. And not only that, a lot of these individuals who are hiding purchases, uh, it's because there is no budget. If there was no budget in place, then it's much easier to hide something because the other individual is not going to be going through tracking the spending and making sure that everything is on the right track and things like that. But when you're doing that month by month uh, and then the numbers don't add up by multiple hundreds of dollars, uh, then there is obviously going to be an issue. It's going to be much harder to do that in a place where you're budgeting and trying to stay on the same page. Uh, so there's a, there's a lack of accountability in that place. And that lack of accountability is leading to more and more arguments and leading to more and more conflict in marriages. And we don't want that. We want you to be accountable to your spouse. We want you to have uh, those hard conversations. We want you to begin a financial plan that is going to work for you, such as the financial action plan, and help you walk through those places. But you have to walk through it together. You can't do it alone. Uh, you know, Marriages just don't work when you're dragging your spouse along. You need to be walking hand in hand and not walking, dragging the other one behind you with a rope. Uh, you don't need to be doing that. You need to be getting on the same page and doing things that are going to be mutually beneficial for the two of you and in your marriage as a whole. Now, I've talked to you guys before about the importance of making goals with your spouse and, and you know doing your budget with your spouse like we were just talking about. And you know those things are so important. You need to be doing that. But having that common goal and that common plan and that common viewpoint about money and, and what you're going to do and the attack that you're going to take uh, when you know trying to make a better life for yourself financially, um, that is going to make a difference in how good your marriage actually is. Now, um, that same Ramsey Solution survey uh, found something that I think is extremely, extremely interesting. And, and it's difficult to determine causation here. And what I mean is what causes what uh, but let me just read off these stats to you and then I'll kind of talk a bit about that causation. So it says here, couples in healthy marriages are twice as likely to discuss money dreams 
together. They're twice as likely to discuss the things that they want to do with their money long-term together. Now, 94% of the individuals in great marriages, they said they were, they were in a great marriage, 94% of those individuals, um, they have discussions about money. And then only 45% of the individuals in okay or in crisis marriages um, talk about their money dreams together. Now, let me talk to you about what I was saying about that causation. So in this particular case, it's saying, okay, those individuals in great marriages are talking about money. Well, then it, it begs the question, then what's causing them to be in a great marriage? Is it the fact that, you know, they already talk to each other? and already communicate, therefore they talk about money, or is it because they began talking about money that they say that they have a great marriage? I think it is a little bit of, mo of both. I think it's a little bit of simultaneity. Things happen at the same time. You're, you're communicating with your spouse about all types of things, and money just happens to be one of those things. Um, and communication is a huge part of a great marriage. You need to be able to communicate with your spouse. Talk to them about what you think, what you want, what you hope for, things that you look forward to, in your future. And if you guys can dream together and can look and go, okay, I want to build wealth for the reason of doing this and I want to do this and you know, I want to be able to give and I want to be able to, you know, set up our family for generational wealth. I want to be able to, you know, pass things to our kids. I want to be able to give to charities. I want to be able to, you know, make a difference in the lives of others. Then you know you, if you can sit down and say that honestly with your spouse and talk about your dreams, that's going to make such a big difference in how your marriage is. Because if you can sit down and talk to them about something as intimate as money, because money is extremely intimate, it tells you a lot about yourself. You know, people have talked extensively about you know the things that you spend money on. It tells you a lot about what you care about and where your heart is, and and you know what I mean. So if that is the case and it is that intimate to us, then being able to talk about it with your spouse will also open up the doors to talk about other things in your marriage that are likely not as intimate as money or as um, scary as money to talk about because money is a scary topic to talk about if you have not done it and if you have not made a habit of doing so. Now, even further than these couples just discussing their dreams, just discussing their um, you know money dreams for the long term, then they looked and they said, okay, well, what percentage of these couples actually talk about money with their spouse daily or weekly? So very, very common, very frequently are they talking about these things with their spouse? Well, they found that 54% of individuals in great marriages talked about money daily or weekly with their spouse, whereas only 29% of those in okay or in crisis marriages talked about money with their spouse daily or weekly. Now, I'm not saying you have to talk about money with your spouse daily. That is, especially if neither of you are, you know, that super interested in it, uh, then, you know, there's not a whole lot of reason. But if, you know, part of one of your big goals as a couple is paying off a lot of debt and you're in that place or you're trying to save money, you're trying to, you know, fund something uh, that's going on in your life and it's a big part of something that you want to do as a couple, you need to be talking about these things. It is going to enhance your marriage. It's gonna enhance your communication. It's gonna enhance the things that you can talk to each other about. And if you're bringing up these harder topics more often, then you'll be able to bring up other difficult topics more often and be more open with your spouse. Look, all this is coming down to communication is so key. 
And communication about your money is so key because it is going to spill over into other parts of your marriage and enrich your marriage in so many ways that you couldn't even imagine. Uh, so it is important to have these conversations. And at first, it is going to be tough. It is going to be uncomfortable to have these conversations. But the more that you do, the more that you sit down and talk about these things, the more they become second nature. And uh, the more that you are on the same page with your spouse and um, you know, talk to your spouse about why they want to do things. And that's something we're going to talk about later this week uh, is, you know, having a good why, uh, then you will be able to move forward in your marriage and in your financial situation a lot better, a lot quicker, uh, you know, and with a lot more security uh, than you had previously. Now, part of these conversations being so difficult uh, really revolves around debt. There are emotions tied to your money, obviously, and there are specifically emotions tied to having debt. Um, I've felt this way before. I mean, my wife came into our marriage with absolutely zero debt. And I came into our marriage with student loans. And there's a bit of embarrassment there. There's a bit of feeling like, man, I'm the screw up. Man, I'm the one who brought this in to this marriage. I'm the one uh, who did this. I don't want to talk about this very much. But let me tell you from somebody who has done it and who has gotten out of debt and who has paid those things off uh, with my spouse right next to me, the fact that I talked about it, the fact that we got on the same page about how we're going to attack it, the fact that we put it out on Front Street made things so much better. So don't allow those emotions of embarrassment and those emotions of inadequacy uh, stop you from having the hard conversations and stop you from doing the things that you need to do with your money because those emotions are going to lie to you. It is fear. That fear is going to lie to you. That fear of how your spouse is going to react is going to lie to you. Now, you should also make sure that, you know, before you get married, you have some pretty intimate talks about money too. Uh, you don't want to jump into marriage with no idea what the other person's financial situation looks like. You need to have a decent idea or, you know, at least be able to understand if the individual has a certain amount of debt or, you know, and how you're going to attack it or what they want to do or what their, you know, ideas are about money and how they, it's, it's very important because again, if this is going to be one of the things that we're going to argue about and fight about and is going to cause separation and divorce and frustration, then we need to make sure that we get on the same page early on um, or else we're not going to make it very far in our marriages. You guys know this, that one of the biggest things that I talk about and that I preach and that I think is so important is this idea of financial freedom. And I've talked to you before, financial freedom is nothing more than having options with your money, having the ability to decide what you do with your money, having the ability to decide what you do financially and not being held back. And we've talked about how one of the biggest things that can hold you back from financial freedom is debt and your debt loads and not having savings and things like that can keep you from being completely financially free um, and can keep you from the place where you can decide 100% what to do with the money that you make and the money that you bring in or the money that you've saved. And I really, really think that in order to be in that place, in order to have financial freedom with your spouse and to walk into a place where you have financial freedom with your spouse, you need to freely discuss. You need to freely talk about your money. You need to know uh, that this idea of financial freedom is not going to occur if you guys are not on the same page. This idea 
of financial freedom is not going to persist if you guys are not on the same page. Because there are so many individuals who have gotten out of debt because one spouse drugged the other along uh, and then the other spouse goes right back in debt uh, for whatever it may be. Or you both went back into debt together because you weren't on the same page. Or, you know, there's even individuals who have done great things with their money and been so frugal and saved and invested. Uh, But then, you know, late in their life and in retirement, one spouse doesn't feel like they can spend the money. They don't feel like they can do the things they wanted to do and live out their money dreams because those individuals are not talking about it. They're not discussing their dreams together. You can do the right things, but if you're not communicating, you're not on the same page, uh, then it's going to cause marital issues. It's going to cause issues in your own household. And so in order to get to this place of financial freedom, in order to push forward into financial freedom as a couple, as a married couple, you need to be on the same page with your spouse. You need to talk to your spouse about things. Uh, and failing to do so is at your own detriment. And you know, it's so interesting, and I, and I just kind of want to you know wrap it up here today, is that my wife and I just went to a wedding uh, yesterday, and I could not think about much else than, you know, while they were walking down the aisle, it was beautiful, and, you know, all these you know, great things, outdoor wedding, all this type of stuff. It was, it was great. Uh, but I, being the money nerd that I am, kept thinking to myself, and, and it's funny that I'm actually talking about, you know, marriage and money this week. I kept thinking to myself, you know, I hope they're on the same page with their money. I hope they're having those hard conversations or have already had those hard conversations. Uh, I hope that if they have debt, that they're going to lay it out on the table to, together and try to work their ways out of it. I, I hope that uh, they're money does not become a detriment to their marriage. I hope that their debt does not become a detriment to their marriage. Um, and, and that's just something that, yeah, I'm a money nerd. I'm going to think about it. But when you're looking at the statistics, you're looking at the numbers, you see how prevalent it is that those things do bring down marriages. And so hoping and praying for that couple that they are going to be able to you know, work through those things together and talk about those things together is not something that's just all about money. It's about keeping your marriage together because it is that big of an issue. It is that big of a thing that if it does get in the way, it can create a wedge between you and your spouse that is, you know, tough to get over. So um, I, I just want to make sure that you guys are all on the same page, that you guys can work with your spouse and get through some of the biggest issues financially uh, that we have. And we'll continue talking about this throughout this week um, because I want you guys to uh, have healthy marriages, have healthy financial lives, and be able to work on things with your spouse. But it begins with those discussions, with that communication. So hey guys, thanks for tuning in this episode. Go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments if you haven't done so already. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, make sure that you go and subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Uh, Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. That'd be a good follow for any of you out there who like my content and are consuming it daily. And then if you want me to begin creating a financial plan that is specific to you and to your uh, marriage, to your uh, relationship, to your family, uh, then we can begin working together one-on-one or two-on-one, you know, a married couple and, you know, myself. And, you know, we can walk through these things um, that can help you to build a healthier financial life in your own marriage. All you have to do, just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and pick the financial coaching session type that you think would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals and creating a plan that will work well for you in the long term.
So tune in tomorrow as I talk about why combining your finances is such a big deal. Um, it, it's one of those things that a lot of people don't do and don't want to do, but it is so vital uh, to your success as a married couple, and it's so vital to your success financially with your spouse over the long term. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howe. God bless.